the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida's small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. Now, here's Christopher Hart and Rich Jekyll. Hello again and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. And my regular partner, Rich Jekyll, is not here today, but somebody who's been on the show a number of times, so he knows his way around the studios here. And that, of course, be David Highland, a volunteer at SCORE. How you doing, David? Doing really well, Chris. Good to be back uh, in the place of the big guy. <laughs> That's right. All right. You should, you should be back next week. But in the meantime, once again, uh, David, why don't you give the little uh, elevator speech as to what SCORE is all about? Well, of course, SCORE is an all-volunteer organization with 364 chapters. I'm told now something like 12,000 volunteers nationwide. Uh, and we have been one of the uh, the top SCORE chapters uh, for several years. Um, what we do is basically uh, mentoring uh, businesses, whether they be new businesses, whether they be established businesses. Uh, all of the mentoring is free. We also... That's the big F word that we always banter around here. Right. And the, the other part of SCORE is educational, where we, where we go out into the community and we, we do seminars uh, at different locations. We also do seminars at the National Entrepreneur Center, which is at the Fashion Square Mall in Orlando. And those will cost a, a small amount of money, but it's a good education that will teach you marketing, business planning, um, finance, so all of these core classes are very, very good to take. Practic- we, it's practical knowledge. This is practical knowledge. How, how to actually run your business. Exactly. Right. It, um, it's not economic theory. It's, no. This is <laughs> it's the nuts, real world it's the, theory. It's the nuts and bolts of business uh, exactly. that uh, you need to know to, uh, to, to, to give yourself a good chance to, to do business. Because we have people that come in and they, they want to start or they're, they're in all kinds of different businesses. The key thing to remember is that business is an acquired skill where you can learn management, you can learn marketing, you can learn public relations, you can learn finance. All those things are, are learned things. Uh, when people come in and say, I want to learn how to do uh, you know, dry cleaning, well, we don't teach you that. Okay. <laughs> hopefully that, you get no. that somewhere else. Hopefully all right, all right. you've learned that by actually being in the business or learning. We, we teach you business uh, principles that you can take with you to operate your business successfully. And we will go with you uh, for the rest of your career if you want. We are available for mentoring on an ongoing basis. And we've been in business, as uh, any listener of the show knows, over 50 years in Orlando. And we have many, many clients who have been with us for decades. It's a, you can get as much or as little as you like, basically, right? That's right. And by the way, they also, you, uh, David mentioned seminars that they have at the Entrepreneur Center. They also have a Breakfast with the Leaders series going on over there now. Two times a month, there is a breakfast uh, presentation uh, and free coffee, free 
pastries from Panera Bread. Are you doing a presentation this year? Uh, I don't know if I am. I'm not on the schedule here. The schedule's already made out for uh, the next... The first several months. First several months. Yep. Although it's possible that... You, you said it's twice uh, a month. It's possible we could even throw in others in the mix as well in any given month if we have, uh, let's say, an expert that's available or a topic that... Uh, we think needs to be put out there right away. By the way, uh, real quick, uh, David, uh, you folks, you can go to scoreorlando.org to find the schedule of events and to register for them. And these are very popular, so I suggest you do register or you may not get in at scoreorlando.org. And you need to go there regularly and, and see if there are updates. And, of course, you can sign up to get alerts. Go ahead, David. Well, I, I was going to say we're actually working on the website right now to where you can go to scoreorlando.org, but uh, we're transitioning that to direct to our our uh, new uh, nationally, I guess you would say, mandated website, which is score.orlando.org. But you can still go to the scoreorlando.org because it will still take you there. But I just want to make sure people know that. Because right now, if you went to scoreorlando.org, you'd get nothing because they're pointing it now to the score the new dot Orlando. Well, yeah, score, score dot Orlando. And this all comes from the national. They want everything to be kind of a, a consistent basis uh, throughout because most of the chapters have been just doing their own thing as far as websites. So. I think they're trying to get some commonality uh, as far as the uh, the websites nationwide. Okay, but you can still find the information about all the events here in Orlando at the SCORE, new SCORE website, score.orlando.org. Just remember two dots in there. And uh, also, uh, you can still like us on Facebook as well. Has that changed? Is that still Score Orlando? Yep, Facebook doesn't change. That's still uh, Score Orlando. Score Orlando or Twitter. Score Orlando. We're uh, we're doing a lot of tweeting now. So in the tweeting universe. The All tweeting right. is uh, is back in action. So we've got Facebook and uh, Twitter going strong here on the social media front. Well, okay. by the by the way, Chris, I wanted to mention that we are having a uh, a breakfast coming up uh, in the next week, which is. Uh, going to be about another sales type of deal so uh hopefully everybody can sign up for that well i once again i highly suggest you do uh you're welcome to just stroll in but don't expect to get in uh because these things do fill up and uh, also they have material that they hand out and to make sure that you get that material you do need to sign up at now score.orlando.org Okay, uh, a little while ago, David mentioned some over 12,000 volunteers for SCORE now nationwide. And these folks come from all walks of life, uh, experience in all forms of business and the professional world. And we have uh, one of those today here. Uh, a, a new volunteer, did you say, David? That's right. Uh, well, actually, of- actually, new for Orlando. Okay. Uh, he's been uh, with the Fort Lauderdale score and um, has decided to come up now to well, Orlando. The reason I wonder why is not too long ago we had a person in here who was a fairly new volunteer for score. And I'm beginning to wonder if this isn't part of the initiation process around here, right? <laughs> I guess uh, Orlando is a natural draw for people. So, uh, all right. Well, anyway, being on the show is, uh, all right. Anyway, want to welcome to the show and welcome to Orlando, Paul Bosley. Paul, thanks for being in with us today. Oh, you're welcome. 
And you came from the, as David said, Fort Lauderdale area? Yeah, I was part of the uh, Fort Lauderdale chapter of SCORE for about the last eight years. And is that where you first joined SCORE down there? Yeah, that, correct. Are you, not, are you from that area? Uh, originally, I'm from upstate New York, but uh, as many of the the Northeasterners that tend to gravitate down 95 to South Florida. Okay. How long ago did you move to South Florida? About 10 years, 10, 10 or 12 years ago, something like so that. So you got involved with SCORE pretty quickly after you came down here. Yes, that's correct. What, what did you do up north? Were you in business for yourself? Yeah, I've been self-employed since I'm 28, uh, and I'm not 28 anymore. <laughs> None of us are, brother. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've been self-employed. Uh, I owned and operated chains of health clubs. And uh, about 10 years ago, I transitioned over to uh, financing the health clubs. Financing health clubs yeah. exclusively? Yeah, it, it, that was originally my business, yeah. I see. Health clubs, were you an athlete in high school, college? Um, I was always active. You know, I was. Uh, I played rugby for rugby. Our, our club. Yeah, I was the president okay. of our rugby club. I was a surfer for years. I, I did a lot of different... I, I was a skier, downhill skier. I worked with the Special Olympics. So I've always been active. I see. So that's sort of a natural thing then yeah, for, yeah. for health clubs. For me, Is yeah. that a good business to be in? Business to be I, in? I think so. It's, it's, uh, it's competitive. Uh, you know, if, you, um, if you're good at marketing and getting people into the, into the club and you're good at keeping the place clean and keeping the equipment up and running and having good, friendly staff, you keep your members. So it's... Um, yeah, I, I think I think it's a great business. I've been in my, I've been in the industry for, jeez, uh, almost forty years. I still speak at all the main trade shows for fitness about how to finance them. I see. So when you got to Fort Lauderdale, what got you motivated to get involved with Score? Actually, it was constant contact. Uh, I'm a I use constant contact, and and uh, there was a seminar in Miami. Okay. At that chapter that was uh, given by Constant Contact and Score. And I, I didn't even know who Score was. I didn't, I, you know, I, I had no idea. So I went for the Constant Contact seminar because so I've been using Constant Contact for years, and uh, and then I heard the people talking, and it was, this was right at the beginning of the financial crisis. Okay. And the people that were talking from Score were saying basically there was no money available, and I knew that wasn't true because I've been doing equipment leasing. For years, and you know, equipment leasing never stopped. It was just the bank stopped doing bank loans. That, that changed. So uh, I, I decided to volunteer, and I asked the lady that gave the seminar in Miami. She says, "Well, we have a, a chapter in Fort Lauderdale. It's located closer to you." I see. And you had went through the training period, and obviously, you enjoy doing it. Oh, it's great! It's 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 a, it's a you know, it's if you. If you feel blessed, I guess, from what's been given to you, you, you want to give back. And scores, uh, you know, my experience has been not so much in Orlando, where I'm just kind of getting my sea legs, but with Fort Lauderdale, I sat in these meetings with people, men and women, that were just great people. They're they're, they're accomplished. They're mostly retired, but not all retired, and they want to give back, and they have different skill sets, and they want to share their skill sets. It's a, it's a great group. And David, uh, you you mentioned a little while ago that Orlando was one of the top performing markets here. Does it also have m- more volunteers than many other offices around? Well, I, I think it does because uh, you know we're we're associated with the National Entrepreneur Center, so we have an right. uh, incredible facility there. And that's not typical around the country. No, 
No, that's not typical at all. No, no, the kind of facilities that we have are not typical, except possibly in some of the bigger cities. But uh, Orlando is one of the top business cities in America. I mean, we have uh, an incredible technology. We are the number one city, as some people have been known to say, uh, and I'm one of them, that we are the number one city in the world in modeling, training, and uh, simulation technologies. The number one city, besides being, of course, the number one tourism city. So there's a lot of things going on here, and uh, a lot of people moving in, a lot of companies coming in. It's uh, it's it's a real dynamic place, and uh, if you see guys like Paul are coming in to, to join in on it. All right. Well, we're going to get him maybe to compare business climates here in South Florida and but we're going to have to do that after the break. Uh, we're coming up on that pretty quickly here. Once again, I want to remind you the new website for SCORE, pretty much the same as the old one, but you got to add a dot. It is now score.orlando.org. Just remember two dots in SCORE. But I, I will website. I will point out that the old one will be pointed to that right. so that you yeah. can still go to scoreorlando.org to right. uh, if that's what you're used to. Yeah. Uh, so both of them will go to the same place that's being worked on right now. So okay. Not to worry. All right. Score.orlando.org. And once again, that's where you can sign up for the Breakfast with a Leader series. You can also sign up for the seminars. Of course, you can see the schedule and a brief description of the presentations. All right. So we got to take a break. And oh, yeah, don't forget to like us on Facebook if you do. And in the meantime, we're going to take that break. And, oh, yeah, the, bio, the, the, the phone number for SCORE is still the same, 407-420-4844. All right, and we'll be right back with more of What's the Score. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score. Christopher Hart here today with... Uh, Man standing in for Rich Jekyll. He fills his shoes pretty good, though, and that'd be David Hyland, the volunteer at SCORE. But, David, you said you wanted to make a correction. Well, yeah, I said that we're going to have a sales seminar. It's actually contract law will be our next uh, breakfast with the uh, leaders that's coming up uh, on the 8th of February okay. at 8 a.m. So anyone who is interested in contract law will will have Michael, uh, the, uh, what is his last, Sama, Somali? I can't even pronounce his last name. It's... <laughs> <laughs> Samani. Samani, Michael Samani. He's Samani. been on the show. He's a he's an attorney here in town. Very good speaker, and he'll be talking about contract law and what you should know before you sign a contract, which is very important. Because once you sign that contract, it might be too late. So it could be a done deal. That's could be for a sure. done deal. Yeah. So you want to know what you should look for before you sign. By the way, I want to say something about Rich. Um, uh, Rich, uh, we had our uh, score. I guess you would say our annual um, holiday meeting, but we have it after the holidays. Okay. And and that's when people are recognized for the great work that they've done. Uh, our own Rich Jekyll was honored uh, with the, uh, it, it's it's a new award that's never been awarded. It was the Bob Shepard Award, Uh-oh. which is basically an award for uh, excellence, uh, almost like a lifetime achievement award for Rich. So I guess, uh, you know, well, congratulations to Rick, Rich, but uh, now he's going to be a handful around here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, his, uh, his his head's going to be like, uh, you might not be able to fit it in the studio. Uh, no, nah, he's a humble guy, actually. But, uh, he he but does a lot of work. That. I'm glad to he, hear that. He does a yeah. lot of, yeah, and they said we, this is not an award we may even give every year. It's uh, it's a special award named after Bob Shepard, who was uh, 
very instrumental in where Score Orlando is today. In fact, was the head of Score when when Score Orlando was the chapter of the year amongst all the chapters in the country. And uh, we've been trying to get there again. We we always fall a little bit short because you know we're at such a high level now. For us to achieve higher is is more and more difficult. But we keep trying anyway. All right. Once again, congratulations to Rich Jekyll. All right. Uh, once again, today we have with us Paul Bosley, and he is still in business, but he's also a volunteer at SCORE now here in Orlando. And what is your expertise in terms of what you're bringing to SCORE? Because generally speaking, everybody has sort of their particular niche, niche, if you will, right? Everybody has a different background, uh, right. uh, per se. But, you know, I, I find that everybody has the commonality of having the, the skills uh, in business. If, if they've been in their own business, they do have management skills. They do have marketing skills. They may not have great skill in each different thing. That's why they, you know, are good managers if they delegate. But uh, everybody who comes to SCORE has, let's say, a generic or a general business uh, uh, ability within a certain business they've been in. For instance, I think Paul's been mostly in uh, in the healthcare, I think, or wellness industry. And uh, besides, you know, being a financial guru. Yeah, the fitness industry. And, well, tell us, what, what is your expertise? What are you bringing to SCORE? Uh, business financing. Uh, after uh, I transitioned over from operating fitness centers to um, – uh, to just to, from operating fitness centers to financing them, I volunteered for SCORE, and like I said, I was uh, doing a lot of teaching about equipment leasing. And equipment leasing is more, there's more money transacted annually in leasing than there is in loans, and a lot of people don't realize that. Uh, you talking in, in the general sense? In general sense. Overall, in the, in the United States, there's more, you, you, you're never on an airplane that's owned. They're Is that right? Yeah, they're leased. And when you see construction sites and you see the yellow metal that's out there, you know, building the sites, generally speaking, that equipment is leased. And uh, when you do the aggregate of all the types of leasing that exist and you compare it to loans, there's really more money transacted annually in leasing than there is in loans. The collateral for a lease is the equipment. And the the borrower typically is a is a business owner that has the need to use that equipment to operate their business. So, as an example, I'll take a kind of a, a example I learned recently at, at a franchise show. You think of like Hungry Howies. There's a location out on 441 for Hungry Howies. They've been around for a long time, and they need you know ovens for pizza making, and they need signage on the front of the building, and they need you know chairs and tables for the. Uh, you know, for the the place where you'd sit down maybe while you're waiting for your pizza, and all that can be leased. All that can be put into a package for a lease. Hmm. So, you know, initially when I started at SCORE, it was all about leasing. It was all really teaching them that there's a, there's a big market there for leasing, and everybody that operates a business like this business, you need all the all this equipment that we see, the desks, the, all the audio, all the, you know, audio equipment can be leased. So it's it's a way of of somebody starting a business and being able to to do a lease. And when people think of leasing, what they normally think of is a car where you give the lease back, you give the car that's leased back, and then you just get another car. But with equipment that's specific to a business, they're called capital leases, where you're basically just financing the purchase of the equipment, and at the end of the lease, you own the equipment. 
So that's how it all started, you know, when I when I really began working with SCORE. Was this something that, because you went from the fitness industry into the finance part of it, is this something that has developed fairly recently, like over the... Ten years. Ten years, yeah. I, I decided, I got my bachelorate in, in phys ed, you know, health science and recreation are the actual majors, and I went back and I did all the undergrad work down in South Florida to get my uh, my degree in accounting, so what I did is I took a semester, every class a semester, and I, I got all my undergrad working accounting, and now I'm in the master's program to get a, a master's in accounting with a with a specialty in business valuation. So I had to really kind of rebrand myself almost as, as someone that uh, didn't operate fitness centers, but someone that financed them. And in order to finance them, you, you, I think you need to have the educational background. So who actually does the leasing? The people that manufacture the equipment, or is there some leasing agent in, in between, if you will? There's both. Um, some companies that, that manufacture equipment have a secondary source of income, and they finance their own equipment. So if they have to repossess it, in the worst case, they take it back, refurbish it, and sell it as used equipment. Right. Um, as an example, I, I'm the leasing manager for a company that a company called Kaiser made. Kaiser Corp that makes probably the best fitness equipment in the, in the country. They, all their equipments in all the NFL teams and all the uh, professional sports teams, and they they do finance their own equipment as well as there's other c- companies out there, leasing companies that specialize as being lessors. So they're lenders and they're and they're but they're not banks. They're lessors, and there's a lot of them. I mean, there's it's not some banks have their own le- Bank America, Wells Fargo. They have their own leasing divisions, but there's a lot of other companies that are not banks that do leasing. What's the advantage for each side to leasing? Uh, the advantage for the uh, the lessee is they're using somebody else's money. It's like that Danny DeVito movie, Other People's Money. Right. They're using somebody else's money to get the equipment. And if they're, uh, as an example, if you're if you're paying, let's just say, a thousand a month for a lease. But your revenue from using that equipment is five thousand dollars a month, then it just makes sense. So your income is, exceeds your your expenses, and you sure. use somebody else's money. You haven't used your own capital. The advantage also is that you're not having to use your own capital. You're not tying up your own money. And uh, the advantage for the lessor is that they're going to get a return on their money, and it's normally higher. You know, and it depends on who you are. Like for instance, if you're uh, a university and you're doing leasing, you're going to pay a lot less than if you're a startup. So the manufacturer could actually wind up getting more money in the, That's in correct. the end That's than correct. if they just sold it to you outright. That's correct. And But from the standpoint of the uh, lessee, um, instead of buying it and then depreciating the equipment, he just he just writes off whatever his lease payment is. That's correct. So That's correct. That could work. I guess either way, because I know people that have been able to use, uh, I think it's called Section 125, where they can... 179. Or one of the one of the sections where they can uh, yeah. take the whole thing off They're speaking once. tax code here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's where yeah. you can pretty much write the whole thing off. and You and can accelerate. Accelerate. You can yeah. accelerate depreciation. Yeah, yeah. so I, I guess it, you have to look at, again, look at the, the financial... Right. Uh, Differences there. Okay. Now, you, you say you're you're specializing in financing, once again, uh, fitness centers. Well, that's how it started. Oh, okay. And, and then what happened is, it, it, and it happened because of SCORE, actually. Uh, and this is a, you know, this is one of those stories that I, I love to tell because it's where you do something good 
and and it comes back in a different way. Okay. Um, well, as you as a volunteer for SCORE, SCORE, as you know, is associated with the Small Business Association. They're sponsored. They're part of the Small Business Association. And there's a lot of banks that do SBA loans. Okay. And the SBA loans are backed by the Small Business Association. So as a as a volunteer that was doing counseling to help people get money, I was exposed to all sorts of SBA lenders. One of those lenders at that particular time was Borrego Springs Bank, and they worked specifically with SCORE. You may remember them. And they had a unique program that uh, would give you up to $25,000 of uh, unsecured money. And it was managed by a, a group of people that worked out of Panama City. And, uh, and they were purchased. And they were purchased by Celtic Bank. And Celtic Bank, when they bought Borrego Springs Bank, they kept all the same people. So all the people I dealt with at, at Borrego Springs Bank just basically had the same phone number, different email address, different name on their business card. but Same faces. What, same faces, same everybody. What happened is Celtic Bank increased the loan amount to 150 from 25. Still unsecured. You don't have to put up your house. Still all the same rules. And I was contacted by them to ask them if I also wanted to package loans for them. Only because they knew me from SCORE. And they don't normally do that. I see. It's not like they go out and they look for people to package loans. So as a result, I now package loans for this what I think is the best product in the country. And it, it models, or excuse me, it's, it's, it's compatible with a lease. So you can get working capital for somebody up to $150,000 if they're going to open a business, if they have good credit. And I can finance the equipment that they need for whatever they need to open. So they wouldn't have to use that capital for the equipment. Right. They could use that for more operating expenses. That's why it's compatible. And uh, buy themselves some time in the process. That's right. Speaking of time, uh, we're out of time in this segment. When we come back, once again, we're speaking with Paul Bosley. And his website is businessfinancedepot.com. Spell all that out, businessfinancedepot.com. Phone number 800-788-3884. 800-788-3884. Paul Bosley is his name, and he's a volunteer here at the Orlando SCORE office. So, obviously, he could be contacted through that office as well. Anyway, we have to take this break right now. Once again, the new website for SCORE Orlando is score.orlando.org. You can still get to this new website with the old website. But yeah, it is. It's, all, it's going to be the same website. It's just there's two ways to get it. Okay. In the meantime, we'll be right back with more of What's the Score? Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? The show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. Christopher Hart here along with David Highland sitting in for the award-winning Rich Jacob. Award-winning, yes. What was the name of that award again? He got the Bob Shepard Excellence Award for his 12 years of continued excellence at Score Orlando. So it, it was a big deal. Uh, I think he, uh, he even got some uh, uh, dinero, uh, some money uh, audit. But he said, now this is just rich. He's going to donate it all back to Score, whatever he got as uh, far as that. Uh, God bless him. All right. That is David Highland and in the studio with us as well. Today is Paul Bosley. 
And he is a managing member, I see on your card, of Business Finance Depot. And the website is businessfinancedepot.com. And this is what you've been talking about, is this is your your business now, your setup, doing business as, uh, and working with all sorts of businesses, or you're still focusing on fitness industry businesses? It's actually two industries now. Uh, uh, fitness centers is where we started, and uh, oh, uh, fit, the franchise industry is probably the uh, the second industry that we're going to con- we are concentrating in. I see, and of course, these are industries that really do lend themselves to the leasing and, and the type of finance that you're talking about here. Uh, do other business are there? You 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 mentioned earlier that leasing. There's more leasing now, monetarily speaking, than loans to businesses going on in the country. Did, I, did I understand you, that correctly? You, you understand it correctly. Okay, so for pretty much any business, is leasing an option? I, I would, restaurants kind of obvious. I would think for them there are many options. Mm-hmm. But what, what about other businesses? What about a landscaper or something like that? Yeah, the truck, uh, all the, uh, uh, all the, uh, uh, the tools you know, that come with the, uh, the truck. What I do, for instance, with a, I'll use an example of a franchise. When you have a home-based business where they have a vehicle and maybe they have a trailer, uh, they're both title vehicles, so that's easy to lease. Uh, and uh, and then the, the the leasing company, what they'll do also is they'll look at the other equipment that they need to operate the business. So whether it's mowers or, you know, there's a company I work with called Garage Living that, that mm-hmm. basically you go in and they turn your garage into a living room. You know, they need tools, you know, all the carpentry tools and stuff to to uh, to put up the shelving and put the flooring down. So all those tools can be leased. I see. And this is for either a startup or an ongoing business? Yeah, startup. But most of my business is startups. Are startups. Okay. Yeah. Uh, an ongoing business, though, could transition to this if, if they need to upgrade Absolutely. their equipment or it's time to get a new truck or something like that, I, right? I, I, the irony of it is it's easier to finance a startup. And you would think, why would that be? Well, why would it be? Uh, yeah, well, I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> Because we get a lot of those at Squad. Yeah. Or we get a lot of startups who are looking for money. The reason is, is when you have an existing business, the bank wants to see your profit and loss statement. I see. So if you're making money, it's fine. But a lot of businesses, you know, not struggling. necessarily making well, struggling along. I deal with a lot of business owners that, that I call it the devil and the angel story. The angel saying, "Show your profit and pay your taxes," and the devil saying, "What are you crazy paying taxes? You know, make sure you write everything off and you you pocket the money and show a loss." Well, if you're showing a loss. Or if you're not showing much of a profit, you're not going to get financing. But when you're a startup, you're dealing with projections. So, you know, I tell people you want to make more money on a projection, you add a zero. If you want to become real rich, you add a couple more zeros on your revenue side. Right. So it's easier, actually, to, to finance startups. I see. But you still have to have good credit. And, yes. And collateral, I'd imagine, is some kind of collateral uh, as well. Well, the, the, the collateral for the... The equipment leasing is the, is is the, the equipment. equipment. Right. The collateral for the loan that I just specifically talked about, the express loan, a working capital loan, it's the business. Right. Okay. But the business would still have to have some. Not really. It's no. a, it, the, the program was designed. Well, this sounds like a good program to me. It's a great program. That's I, I'm doing a ton of work in that field. Yeah. That's why I'm speaking in at franchise shows and at fitness shows because it's, it is a – it doesn't require you to put up a home. A 7A loan, it's, it's the, bar, the bigger SBA 7A loans, 
they require that you collateralize it with your home. Right. But you have to have right. equity in your home. Yes. I see. So this is a way to avoid all of that. That's correct. And, what the, and have the, much less risk as well. Right. The, but the, the mainly the, the one seems prerequisite is you need to have good credit. Yeah, you need good credit. Okay. And that's what makes the rest of it happen. That's correct. All right. And uh, Paul Bosley's website, once again, is businessfinancedepot.com, businessfinancedepot.com. Phone number 800-788-3884, 800-788-3884. And uh, once again, he is now volunteering at SCORE here in Orlando. And your expertise there, once again, is in helping people find financing for businesses. That's correct. And obviously, this is uh, an option that uh, many businesses will have for themselves. Absolutely. Uh, and the uh, uh, what happens when people uh, come to SCORE is they're sort of matched up. I call it sort of a triage, if you will. They... they they sit down with you and they figure out what your needs are, what you're what you're trying well, to do. The first, the first it, thing we'd like to do is have them go to, especially if they're brand new, is have them go to the you, your business idea, and how SCORE can help you. Because that's seminar. how we. This we, is a seminar. This is the free seminar twice a month that we give in order to see if you really, really, really are going to be business material or business owner material. Yeah. So uh, that's where ideas meet real world. That's where ideas meet real world, where we tell you these are the things that you need to do. And this is some of the things that score can help you with. And now these are, you know, are you still interested after hearing all this? And if they are, because some people come in and they think it's going to be pretty darn easy. Right. But uh, once they hear that, well, there's some work involved and you've got to do it. So, so once uh, someone's committed to that, then we hopefully can get them to go to our core classes, which are the, you know, how to do those, the marketing, how to do finance. I hope that uh, Paul will be teaching the finance class because that will be terrific. And uh, eventually then we want to get them to one-to-one mentoring to where we can fine-tune things, that so we can talk to them on an ongoing basis because they're going to have problems, they're going to have questions, they're going to need some support, and that's what we give them. And that's all for free. Again, the big F word for free. And it's as long as you want and as many times as you want. Right. And, Paul, I guess uh, when you left the Fort Lauderdale area down there, some of your your, your clients, if you will, probably pretty sad to see you go. Well, generally speaking, I get the clients when they're really ready to apply. So what, I, what I've what i asked the, the chapter chairs in, in both Orlando and before in Fort Lauderdale is – after those seminars, after they're done with all these seminars, that when they're ready to apply, that's when they send them to me. And then I do an analysis of uh, really their their use of funds. You know, I, I the way I explain it is I said, just make believe you're Bill and Melinda Gates and you got more money than God. And just tell me what you need the money for. And then I, once I understand all the uses of funds, then you can start to identify the most likely source of funds. And I will be teaching actually with Phil Zeman. We're we're rewriting this seminar. That's good because I I think the old seminar was kind of old, so I needed think to be updated. Updated, yes. Yeah. I so. think I think a lot of things at Score are being updated, uh, which is great. Okay, and including the website, including the website. Oh, by the way, I just got an email from our uh, director of marketing, uh, Lois Perry. She was our former char- chapter chair, sure. now she's mm-hmm. in charge of marketing. She said, uh, the SCORE Orlando website is orlando.score.org. 
not <laughs> score.orlando.org. So, so what's the correct one again? It's orlando.score.org. Okay, orlando.score.org. But, but if you're used to just putting in scoreorlando.org, <laughs> that's going to be directed to that site. So All right. <laughs> either way, if you're just used to the old way, continue to do that, and it'll, it'll still work. Greater, will, greater minds than I know why they do all this. I but. have no idea myself, <laughs> but it's all hocus-pocus stuff. But it's, and, it's and, all going to be there. And one of the cool things about Score Orlando, or Orlando Score, we should start saying, I suppose, is that it is located in the National Entrepreneur Center, which is unique, but that's located in the Fashion Square Mall, which is probably pretty unique too. Because which, which is very unique as well, yeah, because it's a, it's a way of utilizing uh, former retail sp- space that is no longer wanted uh, for a different purpose, and it is a convenient way uh, for people just to go visit. And of course, there's always plenty of parking. That's the for best thing. The seminars. Yeah. Yes, the the parking is is tremendous because right outside our door is a tremendous parking uh, garage that uh, is multi level, two levels, I believe. Three, I think. Yeah. Is it three? Yeah. Uh, well, I've only been on the first level, so I wouldn't know. But it's so convenient, and you just pop right through the door, and you're there at the National Entrepreneur Center and at Score Orlando. And it's still, we're still calling it Score Orlando. Okay, all right. Okay, so uh, please do take advantage of it, and uh, perhaps you'll meet Paul Bosley over there, but certainly when they put together the finance seminar, and I can imagine you guys doing the Breakfast with the Leader uh, series, uh, probably a presentation somewhere along the line as well. And uh, real quick, uh, you spent, you said about 10 years in the Fort Lauderdale area? Roughly, yeah. Roughly, and, and of course you were with SCORE, so you're seeing the business community, if you will, up close. How would you compare the business community in South Florida to this Central Florida area? Same, a lot different? Um, South Florida is a real strong hospitality, and uh, and also the uh, you've got a lot of like American Airlines and uh, Carnival Cruise Lines are based in, in South Florida. So it's um, other than hospitality, it's it's mostly you know the transportation industry. That's gen- that's general generalizing, but that's for the most part, I think, um, what we saw. Um, I'm not sure yet about what uh, what I'm going to find here in Orlando because we've only been here. My wife retired. We built the house in in Mount Dora, so we've only been here for. Roughly six months. I see. So I'm starting to get to know the area a little Not bit. Not really but, enough time. But I don't have enough time to compare. Uh, I see, yeah. Probably a lot of similarities in the terms of type of industries down there, although up here we got a few other things. Uh, but uh, once again, we are speaking with Paul Bosley. And uh, once again, he is with Business Finance Depot. His website is businessfinancedepot.com. And he specializes in financing startups, and it sounds to me like uh, he's got a great plan. If you are going to be starting a business that needs any kind of equipment, property, right? Properties? That's a different type of loan. 
Okay. All right. And uh, maybe we'll get into that just a little bit. And plus, we need to tell you a little bit more about BizFest. That's beginning to take shape, take shape. So we'll do that when we come back from this uh, break. Uh, but don't forget, uh, the new website is Orlando.score.org. Orlando.score.org. But the old website will still get you there as well. Phone number is still the same, 407-420-4844. And the location is still the same, Entrepreneur Center in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall. Just park in the parking garage, look for the vines on the wall, and they will lead you to growth for your business. All right, we'll be right back with one more segment of What's the Score? Okay, welcome back to What's the Score? I am Christopher Hart. Along with David Hyland sitting in for Rich Jekyll today. And our guest today is Paul Bosley. He is with Business Finance Depot. The website is businessfinancedepot.com. And one of the reasons why the Orlando office outdoes the Fort Lauderdale score office is because the Orlando office has a radio show. And we get the word out via radio, folks, because believe it or not, radio is still one of the most effective ways to get your message out to the world. I was watching Mark Cuban the other day, actually listening. He was uh, being interviewed by phone on television, and he was talking about how a lot of people are saying, oh, Twitter is where most people are getting their news today. He says, not, no, not really. Uh, the traditional sources are still the main sources for people to get their first blush at news, and usually the, the detail stories as well. And did you know that during a week, any given week in the United States, 94% of the population at one point or another listens to radio. Now, they're not all listening to this station, but a lot of them are. And if you would like to get your message out via radio, call call Bill Files. His phone number is 407-618-1760. He's the station manager here at the Salem Media Group uh, uh, station and, uh, network. And uh, he can uh, set you up on the station that uh, most uh, uh, best effectively reaches your audience. He's been in the radio business all his life, and he's here to help you. 407-618-1760. Bill Files is his name. And we were talking, uh, Paul, in the last segment uh, about financing and leasing, which is, I have to admit, uh, I knew that leasing was op- an option in some form or another, a, say a building or a car. I didn't know that it was a, as extensive as it is now in the United States, that more money transpires in leasing than in loaning That's to, correct. to businesses. Yep. That's correct. And, but there are, uh, are there other sources of financing that are, are just as new out there that people don't know about that uh, perhaps they should? I've heard of, for instance, uh, I had an experience recently with an organization called Kickstarter. Okay, fellow wanted to start a business using Kickstarter. What is Kickstarter, and is it an effective way to try to raise capital? Uh, Kickstarter is a a crowdfunding platform, and uh, if you have a a real good idea that people are drawn to, crowdfunding is a uh, is a legal way of of raising money that doesn't involve going to a bank, nor does it involve going to a leasing company. It just involves going to the crowd. Crowdfunding, to my understanding, correct me if I'm incorrect, there are several websites like Kickstarter that basically it's a place where you go and you post your project, your message, and you try to get people to give you money. 
that that's correct. It, the um, it it the uh, it started with President Obama signed the Jobs Act, which the Antiton acronym stands for Jumpstart Our Business Startups, uh, about six or seven years ago. And crowdfunding could involve selling equity in your business. Uh, there's different types of crowdfunding. There's four different general types of crowdfunding, and uh, because one of them involves selling equity in your company, they uh, they sent the law over to the Security and Exchange Commission, the SEC, to write the rules. And the SEC has completed writing all the rules, so now crowdfunding is totally legal, and it's a very uh, alternate. It's an option. It's an alternate way of financing uh, your business. You can crowdfund on sites if you want to raise money to do good. I'll give you an example. Uh, for the uh, conventions, the delegates for the Democratic and Republican Party were crowdfunding to get people to give them the money so they could go to the conventions. So that's in that's a, a way of, of crowdfunding. You're just asking people for a donation. Okay. That's one way. Another way, which Kickstarter tends to uh, uh, specialize in, is if you have a product. So if you have a a product that you want to manufacture, but you have a prototype of the product that you've developed, you can go on a, a website like a Kickstarter or an Indiegogo where uh, you show the product, you have a video of the product, you give you know ideas of what it is, and then you get orders for the first manufacturing of the product, and that's the, that's the type of crowdfunding that has to do with more, it's called reward-based crowdfunding. So that that instead of a donation, you're you're buying a product in advance, and when they get enough money together, they're able to make that first run of a product. So that's the second kind of crowdfunding. The one that the SEC had to underwrite is an equity-based type of crowdfunding, where if I want to roll out this new business and I want to sell stock in my company, instead of having to go public, which would be the, you know, for a larger company, do you can crowdfund and bring people in and buy shares in your company. And that's what's really regulated. That part of crowdfunding is really regulated. Because it would seem that that's where there could be uh, the chance for fraud. And, that's correct. And, uh, you know, rip-offs and that's that sort right. of thing. Yep. And it's my understanding that uh, crowdfunding has also been effectively used to raise money who are for people who are in dire straits. Maybe it's a business it, they they go to their clientele or, or just put it out there. This is, you know, uh, we're being uh, uh, foreclosed on or whatever. Can you help us out? And people who have medical needs and things like that, there are crowdfunding sources for that, too. That's a donation-based. Yeah, donation-based. So you, you can kind of put them into different categories. Uh, there's see. actually a fourth category because there's crowdfunding platforms that do loans. So that's that's a debt financing for crowdfunding where you have people that you hear the word like angel investors. Right. In crowdfunding, the, the legal term for that is accredited investors, which is about 3% of the United States. And those people have no limitations on what they can loan or invest, where the rest of the 97% of us are non-accredited investors. And then we have a cap that the SEC put on how much we could loan or invest. So it's, it's a regulated way, a professional way of raising money that doesn't involve necessarily having good credit. You just have to have a good idea. Right. right. Well, I, I saw one instance where a guy was, he created a, uh, uh, an engine to uh, propel your uh, uh, paper airplane. 
and he was looking for fifty thousand dollars for uh, for that, uh, and uh, he ended up raising about a million and a half. You got time allowed it. Yeah, a million and a half dollars. He's looking for fifty thousand, of course, because he needed the money to to manufacture right. the the product itself. Right. Such an overwhelming uh, response that uh, I mean, it was incredible. Wow. Yeah. So there are a number of uh, ways to finance out there, and the best thing to do is to talk to somebody who knows his way around the the, yeah. the, the jungle, if you will, out yeah, there. Right? It's, that's really, it's a skill like any other skill. You right. know, you, I've got a great skill given this radio show, and I, my skill is I find all these different ways of, of capitalizing a business. And crowdfunding is a, is a really good way. You've got to have a good video. Yeah. It can't be something that you just kind of make up on your phone. You should do it professionally of whatever your idea, your product is, and you have to have an offer that makes sense. Uh, and the third thing is you have to have an affinity group. So, um, What do you mean by affinity group? I'll, I'll give you a, a real-life example of something that I'm doing right now. I have a guy that I'm working with, a client, that tried to get a loan, and he didn't get a loan for a couple different reasons. He had good credit, but there was other mitigating situations. He's in the yoga business. Now, if you do the do the studies on how many people do yoga in the United States, it's a huge affinity group. I mean, they're people that can relate. So they have in common yoga. I see. I see. And he happens to also been in the business so long, he's got a website, he's got a database of almost 30,000 people. Oh, wow. So the idea of doing crowdfunding and then having it out there and then directing this affinity group to where they can either invest or, depending on how he wants to do it, or do borrowing... It's just real easy. So you have to have a following. You have to have an offer, a video. And, you know, and that's basically what crowdfunding is. And it, it like you said, I mean, it, it somebody that had a motor that propelled paper airplanes gets a million bucks. It's a, it's a million bucks. Uh, yeah. And I, I, that was a million bucks before he even ended the, uh, the time because there's a time period, right? Right. That you, right, that you right, have to uh, right. raise the money. And it, I, I thought that was an incredible thing. And, and the guy, I talked to the guy, he was shocked. I sure. can imagine. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Once again, we've been speaking with Paul Bosley, and you can find him at Score Orlando, of course. And also, he's still in business for himself at businessfinancedepot.com. That's businessfinancedepot.com. Phone number 800-788-3884-800-788-3884. And I bet you can meet him at BizFest, too, right, David? That is correct, because we have BizFest uh, n- number four. Here in Orlando, BizFest 4, coming May the 9th, 2017, and you'll want to be there because we're going to have a lot of great stuff. We're going to have our usual uh, assortment of seminars. We're going to have Pitch Fest, where people can uh, pitch for uh, cash prizes and other valuable uh, prizes this as well. This is the Shark Tank-like experience. It's like a Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. Uh, you apply for that, then we pick uh, three people who are uh, uh, new businesses, three that are uh uh, existing existing businesses that's, that's up to two years and two years and over that's correct and then they duke it out in front of the audience <laughs> so to speak <laughs> and uh and uh, then we award cash prizes and there's other prizes that uh go along with that i yeah, i don't know what they're going to have this year because it's all still in the planning don't even know what the seminars can't even tell you that but you'll want to plan put it on your calendar now for may the 9th during small business week May the 9th, 2017, at the National Entrepreneur Center. It's going to be great. And it kicks off around 11 o'clock. It's, uh, yeah, about uh, well, about noon, I think, we're going to start. Okay. And uh, we're going to have, of course, free headshots again. 
if you need a headshot for your business or for your social media sites or whatever, yep. and they free do a head great sites job there. Of those too, by the way. Yep. We're going to do business counseling on site. We are also going to hopefully have you, Chris Hart, That's there back doing a live remote broadcast. Live remote. We've done remote. those uh, last couple of years. Yeah. And then it all uh, it all caps off with an evening cocktail reception. Yeah, that's that's when we lose. How much? Rich. Are, how much do you figure? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> how much do you figure all of that is worth? How much would you pay for that? And the best part is, it's a great networking opportunity. Great networking because a lot of the business uh, people of yeah. Orlando will be there. We hundreds, also hundreds of them, and we're also going to need sponsors. This is. By the way, to attend is free. The big F word, once again, it's free to attend. It's not free to put on, so we're always looking for sponsors to come on down and uh, and uh, show off what you've got, whether you be a bank or another business, and uh, happy to have you. Call us at SCORE, and uh, we'll, we'll hook you up. 407-420-4844 is the number for SCORE, 407-420-4844. And once again, at the new website, Orlando.score.org, Orlando.score.org. Paul, I want to thank you for being in with us today. I'm going to need to get a couple more cards from you so I can hand them around to a couple of folks who might can use your services. Paul Bosley, once again, you can find him at SCORE and at his website, businessfinancedepot.com. Phone number for Paul is 800-788-3884, 800-788-3884. Once again, it's been great talking with you. And Thank you very much. Thanks for a volunteer at SCORE. David, going to see you again next week? or uh, I think uh, the Rich is going to be back, I, I believe, right. as far as I know. Of course, uh, he'll be the award-winning Rich Jacob from now on. That's right. All right, for David Hyland, Paul Mosley, and me, see you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.